It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, Summer Scorcher. Today's like the hardest day ever. Tens of millions under heat advisories once again as extreme temperatures take over much of the country. Parts of Texas hitting triple-digit highs for three straight weeks. You have to keep cool. Coming up, your full weekend forecast, including when relief might be on the way. Plus, Al aboard. Mr. Roker's hitting the high seas on the USS Coast Guard Eagle, the legendary ship now used as a classroom to show cadets the ropes. You learn more about yourself than you will ever learn anywhere else. The inspiring story of this vessel and how old school training helps young sailors embark on their next mission. Today, Friday, August 5th, 2022. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back today. Welcome wow. to Friday. Something else, by the way, folks, that's special and unfolding here in New York. Al Roker woke up this morning on the U.S. Bark Eagle. The crew there now observing morning colors as they get ready to set sail. A live look here at uh, colors being observed there on the ship. We're going to have more of Al's adventure as well. Mm -hmm. coming up in just a few moments. What a beautiful, beautiful. inside look we're getting. Oh, a real mm -hmm. treat and feast for the eyes. We'll get back to Al in a minute. Let's get to the news. It's 8 o'clock and unfortunately no relief today from the record-breaking temperatures that have so much of the country living under heat advisories. NBC's Sam Brock is in sun-baked Dallas. I should say sun-cooked. No rain for months there, Sam. Yeah, it's not a great combination, Savannah, of no rain and all of this heat. The projection today in Dallas is 103 degrees. Under normal circumstances, that might generate quite a reaction, but not for a city that has already seen 40 days so far of triple-digit temperatures. That is also true for cities like San Antonio and Austin. They're at 54 for the year. New benchmarks for those cities. If there is some good news in all this, it's the fact that Texas's aging electrical grid so far has performed very well. They had extra capacity of about four. 5% yesterday, even with all of that usage, so there were no calls for conservation. Across the country, all up and down the East Coast, the stories right now, soaring temperatures and storms at Boston's Logan International Airport. They saw a 98-degree day yesterday, the highest such mark in almost a century. And in Washington, D.C., the heat index was 105, with an apparent lightning strike that hit four people right across the street from the White House. If it feels, Savannah, like there's been more lightning strikes this year, that's because they're kind of have been nine people killed so far, five more critically injured in a normal year. You might see 20 deaths from lightning strikes. So it's been a strange weather pattern so far all around this year. Savannah, back to you. Absolutely. Sam, thank you. Stay cool. Appreciate it. The fate of WNBA star and Olympic star Brittany Griner could now depend on high-level high talks about a possible prisoner exchange with Russia. A Russian judge convicted Griner on drug charges yesterday, <laughs> sentenced her to nine years in prison. Griner made an emotional plea for leniency just before that verdict. She said she accidentally packed cannabis oil vaping cartridges when she traveled to Russia in February. Secretary of State Antony Blinken will be talking with his Russian counterpart about a prisoner swap to free both, both Griner and accused Americans by Paul Whelan. And now to that dramatic development in the Breonna Taylor police shooting case. Four current 
and former Louisville police officers have now been charged in connection with her 2020 death, which touched off nationwide protests. NBC's Ron Allen is here with the very latest on this. Ron, good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Craig. It's the first time any police officer has been charged directly in connection with Taylor's death. Kentucky state prosecutors have said the officers who opened fire acted in self-defense, but now four face federal charges for allegedly violating Taylor's civil rights. Today's overdue, but it still hurts. Tamika Palmer, Brianna Taylor's mother, has been counting the days, hoping for justice. I've waited. 874 days. Federal prosecutors have charged four current and former Louisville police officers with civil rights offenses, unlawful conspiracy, unconstitutional use of force, and obstruction in connection with the March 13, 2020 killing of Breonna Taylor. Her death igniting a storm of protests across the country. The 26-year-old emergency medical technician killed in a hail of police gunfire during a botched drug raid at her apartment. Brianna Taylor should be alive today. Attorney General Merrick Garland accused three officers investigating a drug case of lying to a judge to get the search warrant being executed that night, wrongly claiming there was a connection to Taylor's residence, but neither Taylor nor her boyfriend were involved in the case. We allege that the defendants knew their actions in falsifying the affidavit could create a dangerous situation, and we allege these unlawful acts resulted in Ms. Taylor's death. The fourth officer accused of violating her rights by using excessive force, firing into her apartment through blinds covering a window and door. He had been found not guilty earlier this year in state court, only charged with recklessly firing into a neighbor's apartment. Kentucky's attorney general, criticized by Taylor supporters for not charging any officers with her death, said in a statement, I'm proud of the work of our investigators and prosecutors. He was dead wrong. Yes, dead wrong. It didn't start with him, but he had the first, he had the right to do the right thing, and he chose not to. Y'all learning what we've been seeing was the truth, that they shouldn't have been there and that Brianna didn't deserve that. Taylor's supporters remain angry that the two officers who actually shot Taylor are not among the four charged. Meanwhile, the Justice Department continues a wide-ranging investigation of the entire Louisville Police Department, its policies and practices. So there could be more fallout from this case that has caused so much outrage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A stunning development yesterday, mm -hmm. though. Uh, Ron Allen, thank you. Thank, thank you, Ron. We move now to the story of three New Jersey boys who did not have to spend a night lost in the woods thanks to a dog with a good nose. The friends, they were aged seven and nine, decided to go exploring. They rode their bikes down a path, then walked a couple miles along a creek, and then they realized they'd gone too far. Well, one of their worried grandmas called the police, and a canine unit went to work. Mm. Two-year-old bloodhound Shiloh found the boy's shoes and then tracked down the young explorers. Shiloh was rewarded with a liverwurst <laughs> treat, and the boys, they were grounded. Yeah, That's the way it goes. Yeah. All right, how, how about a little morning boost, yes. guys? All right, here we go. Okay, there are two sisters in Ireland. One of them lives with her father. So she locked herself out. Dad wasn't home. So she went through a teeny tiny opening in a window. Take a look. Operation, get Trish in the window. Right, I'm gonna boost you. I don't, see, I don't know if I'm sorry, I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. What is she doing? What is she doing? 
Okay, got a little complicated. Trisha's coverage. Oh she had nowhere to land once uh -oh. she did get through. After several minutes, the sisters seemed to accomplish their mission. Um, it turned out to be kind of for nothing because oh then dad got home. What? Yeah. She gets Where in, are right? You? <laughs> Come on. Come on. Fish! Oh my god, Tajis. Okay, you know, dad showed up. Thankfully, uh, one of the sisters had set up their phone to record it because, as she says, she knew it was going to be good. Oh my gosh, it was. It was. By the way, they're going to be laughing about that for years. They're going to be telling their grandkids about that. hilarious. Then the second she finally makes it in, he's like, hi, I'm home. What's going on? I'm sure he walked up and he's like, what are they doing? Still ahead this morning, we're going to get to pop start and some big news about the Joker sequel and who's going to be co-starring in it alongside Joaquin Phoenix. Also, Mr. Roker standing by to take us aboard the only active duty sailing ship in the nation's military. Al, you manning that thing yet? Well, talk about manning. We're talking up there. Look at all those cadets up there manning the yard. This is how they traditionally greet their, their friends and family as they come into port. I'm going up there. No, I'm not. But we're going to show you what it takes to sail on America's tall ship when we come back. Don't go away. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is Constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. But we are back. It is 816 on this Friday morning with something special in honor of the Coast Guard turning 232 mm -hmm. years old. Yeah, well, Al shacked up on the iconic Bark <laughs> Eagle, getting a closer look at the ship's inner working, its rich history. Mr. Roker, oh, what a night. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. It was such an honor, guys, to be here. Uh, you can see the, cadet, the cadets and the crew uh, here of the Bark Eagle, this 239-foot, 95-foot, uh, uh, three-masted schooner. It is unbelievable. But, of course, the, the Bark Eagle is a legendary ship, not just uh, for the Coast Guard, but for America's armed forces. And it's where the, these cadets learn to be the future leaders of the sea. And, and as they say in the Coast Guard, this is where they learn to be always ready. This is America's tall ship. Built in 1936, the Eagle has sailed the world, serving as a seagoing classroom for more than 100 trainees at a time. Every cadet who attends the Coast Guard Academy Go! spends at least five weeks at sea literally learning the ropes. You learn more about yourself than you will ever learn anywhere else. On board, cadets put into practice what they've learned in the classroom. 
including specialized training in navigation, sailing, and engineering, all while learning to work as a team. How long does it take you to get this all shined up? Super quick. Pretty oh. quick. This unique experience is meant to challenge young cadets. Admiral Linda Fagan knows these challenges all too well, once serving aboard the Eagle when she was at the academy. I wanted to serve in the Coast Guard. I, I knew I wanted to graduate and be an officer in Coast Guard. That was my plan. And somehow now, 41 years later, here I am. In June, she was named the new commandant of the U.S. Coast Guard, making Admiral Fagan the first woman to lead a branch of the U.S. military. You are the first uh, uh, female uh, head of one of our armed forces. Uh, what does that say? I still haven't completely internalized the significance of it. I understand it. Uh, we graduated the first class of women from the academy in 1980. Uh, I arrived at the academy in 81 and started, as I said, you know, this has uh, been, a, uh, been a journey that, uh, that I've been on. A journey that started with hoisting sails, just like this. The Eagle is a three-masted sailing ship with more than 20,000 square feet of sails and six miles of rigging. Basically, this is sweat equity that you uh -huh. see here. It is a beautiful day here. There's not much wind. This will be pretty easy, but imagine a dark, stormy night oh my with a lot of wind and people up in the yard arms having to handle the sails. It's a little more uh, exciting then. And set sail under Captain Jessica Rossi Oaks. Well, welcome to the bridge. Thank you, Captain. Here on the stern, is, uh, Captain Rossi Oaks boards. works with cadets navigating the ship from steering. Here, what, three wheels? So three, three wheels. I mean, this is, this is old school. It is. It is. It's not a joystick. To plotting the ship's route using paper charts. The cadets will, will plot this while we're underway to make sure that we know where our position is. I would think your weather briefings are pretty important. Very important. Every morning um, at 0730, we have someone that, that gives us a weather report. So they'll stand in front of us. They'll be looking at the, the charts, you know, give us what the sea state is, where the high pressure systems, where the low pressure systems. Because as a sailing ship, we need to find the wind. Right. With smooth sailing ahead, this class of cadets is ready to embark on their next mission. I'm excited for the organization. I'm excited for the country. We've got an incredible group of uh, talented people that are uh, stepping up to serve and ensure that uh, we, uh, we are safe as a nation. And, and joining me now is Captain Jessica Razi Oates. Uh, Captain, thank you so much for having us here. Uh, as, as the first female captain to lead this ship, what does it mean uh, for this team of cadets as, as you help shape them as they move forward in the Coast Guard? Well, I'm truly honored and, and, and blessed to be um, follow a long, distinguished line of commanding officers of Eagle. I think the Coast Guard is an incredible service. You know, we're on board here to help inspire those future leaders um, that are going to serve in the Coast Guard and, and really and to serve this nation. So what incredible experience. And, and in fact, I, I'm one of those that believe the Coast Guard doesn't get the credit that it deserves because you have so many missions uh, that, that, that have to be done to help protect our country. You're right. Uh, the Coast Guard really is everywhere. Anywhere you look out along the coast of the United States, I think the Coast Guard is there. And every piece of America, I think, feels that, that the Coast Guard's there. But, but you're right. Not a lot of folks necessarily know, know what we do, um, but uh, we're proud of what we do. We have an incredible uh, a group of uh, Coast Guard 
In fact, it's it's been since 2017 since the the the, the, the eagle has made it into the new, the part of the port of New York. That's going to be kind of special this morning. It is. It is really special. So 2017, we're back in one of uh, America's greatest cities. We're anchored here off the Statue of Liberty, and it's just a special time for us. All right, Captain Rosie Hooks, thank you so much for having us. Let's take a quick look, show you what's going on as far as your country's weather is concerned as we look at this gorgeous ship. Uh, you can see for today, we'll be looking at some strong storms later today here in the northeast. More flooding, though, unfortunately, for our friends in the Mississippi River Valley. Severe storms in the northern plains, record high in the, second, in the central plains, and look for some gully washers continuing in the southwest and on into parts of the Rockies. Hey, and by the way, guys, I, it's no coincidence we're in the shadow of Lady Liberty here. Yep. About 43% of the cadets on this ship are, are female. So uh, wow, a lot of diversity cool. here in the Coast Guard and especially on the Eagle. Fantastic. Awesome. Cool. awesome, Al. And a special shout-out to my brother-in-law who's mm -hmm. watching right now who graduated from the Coast Guard Academy, Lieutenant mm -hmm. Commander Andrew Zarniak. Mm -hmm. How cool, cool is that? Yeah. Really cool. So, yeah, thank right. you, Mr. Roker. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. You by, bet. By the way, if you have creative kids at home, you want to check out Saturday Today. Peter Alexander's got a, got a really great story for us tomorrow. It's about a company that turns your kids' works of art into stuffed animals. Okay. And he was there for the magical moment when a big group received their finished products for the very first time. That's neat. Tomorrow morning. Amazing. All right. Are you all ready? Yeah. As Mr. Pop Roper start. says, best time of the day. Best time of the day. Here yeah. we go, ladies and gentlemen. An abbreviated pop start today. First up, Lady Gaga. The singer and actress just landed her next big role. Gaga is headed, believe it or not, to Gotham City. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's going to step into the colorful character of Harley Quinn alongside Joaquin Phoenix for the upcoming Joker sequel. Hmm. She confirmed the uh, big news yesterday on social media. We do know the film is called Joker Folie au Dieu. How do you like that, French? Oh. Nice. Thank you very much. Merci <laughs> beaucoup. Uh, uh, madness together, I guess, is the translation. I practice this all morning. Shared madness <laughs> in French. Uh, unfortunately, you're going to have to wait a while to check this one out. It's scheduled to arrive October 4th, 2024, five years exactly to the day after the first movie made its debut. It's going to be a good one, I think. Okay. Is okay. she like the girlfriend, do we think? Harley uh, honestly, Quinn? Honestly, all I know is she posted okay. that trailer. Yeah. Didn't have a lot of information. Yeah. Je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. Yeah. Je ne sais pas, guys. Uh, uh -huh. Hit the music. Next up, we're talking about Lizzo. Uh, we all know the Grammy winner loves to make music we can dance to. She did it on the plaza this summer, one of the greatest concerts we had. In a sweet new TikTok, Lizzo is sharing her emotional reaction to seeing one young fan <laughs> attempt to match her dance moves from the About Dan Time music video. She oh, shared Lizzo uh, did this in the caption. This is exactly why I do what I do. Keep wow. that confidence. Keep yes. that beauty. Beautiful. No one can stop you. Words to live by. Beautiful. Oh, right there. Love that. So, so good. Sweet. All right, Jacob. Okay, thanks, guys. Next up, the third hour of today.